and welcome to episode number 56 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast, coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a wax pack every week and discuss that year in Brandon Carr along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, and spread the pure joy that is ripping open wax packs. We'll also have a segment called Kurt Facts, where my brother Curtis researches some players from the previous episode, and I pass that information and those interesting facts on to y'all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Radio, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. New episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the portion of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veterans' charities, so contact us through one of the outlets I just mentioned when we would be happy to discuss a partnership to help veterans and their families in any way that we can. Um, Today we will be discussing 1995 Donruss. Um, This is a set that doesn't have any notable rookies, but there are some other cards we'll uh, search for, and the main ones will be the Press Proof Parallels, and we'll talk about those in a little bit. Um, And always Hall of Famers and um, uh, good cards that have stories that maybe you would have comments on or Curtis will look up and talk about or I, I might talk about a little bit. Thank you everybody for your support. Remember to uh, check out CB's 10 to Check Out, a new podcast that my brother and I put together about um, 10 different songs each month. Um, you hear a little clip of the song, we talk about them a little bit. They might be songs that are a little under the radar or mean something different to us than they would to you and we want, com- and what we want you to comment to us and tell us what you think. Um, Let's talk about 1995 Donruss. 1995 Donruss was a 550-card set released in two series of 330 and 220 cards. This was the smallest Donruss base set to that point. Donruss continued as a premium-level brand and produced a borderless design coupled with a home plate-shaped set inset photo in the card's lower left corner. The player nameplate is small and etched in silver foil and is rather difficult to read. Inserts were more innovative. There was die cutting, acetate, colored transparency, uh, transparency film, holographic foil, and detailed background designs, keeping the Donner's brand relevant in an era of evolving collector tastes. Prior, excuse me, prior to the release of Series One, Donner's announced that only 17,500 cases, hobby wax, retail wax, jumbos, and magazine distributor packs would be produced, the same as the pre- uh, previous year's product. However, as evidenced by the reduction of the second series base size set size by a third and adjustments in the stated uh, insertion radios, ratios, 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 Series 2's production run may have been reduced by as much as 15%. Rated rookies, which like the previous year, were scattered throughout the base set and checklists are the only subsets. There are no notable rookie cards, like I said before. For the first time ever, Donner's distributed super packs, which were exclusive to jumbo boxes. Those contained full insert sets and hot packs, exclusive to all Series 2 packs. And that's what we have today. We have a 95 um, Donner's Series 2 pack to open. And that contained a, um, a full Elite Series insert set. So we'll look for the Elite Series 2, those type, those cards. Both were the result of and fed into the insert mania craze that drove the hobby during this time as Fleer brought the hot pack concept to, 
to uh, baseball in 1995 Ultra. So we're starting to get a little bit out of the junk wax era at this point because of all the insert stuff that's going on. And um, prices started to go up in packs a little bit again here. The distribution, the hobby and retail were 36 packs per box, 12 cards per pack. And they were $149 per pack, so pretty expensive. Jumbo packs were 24 packs per box, 18 cards per pack, and those were $249 per pack. Super packs containing full insert sets were exclusive to jumbo boxes. Um, so um, a little bit about the press proof parallels. Uh, let me get to that here. 1995 marked the introduction of the press proof parallel that became a staple in subsequent Donruss flagship and satellite brands. All 550 base cards were available as a press-proof parallel that featured gold foil stamping across the nameplate, as opposed to silver foil stamping on the base cards, and have press-proof, uh, that's in quotes, that's stamped in gold foil across the top of the card. However, some press-proof cards are missing the press-proof stamp on the front. Each press-proof was limited, but not serial numbered, to 2,000 copies, which is denoted on the reverse side. So if you get one of the press-proofs, um, there are only 2,000 copies of those and um, those are harder to find obviously so um, that's a little bit of a description so we have a lot of uh, little inserts there to look for I guess is what you'd say and um, we're going to do a little bit of our CVs um, Kurt's facts so this is our I get CVs tend to check out in my head because we're st we started that new uh, podcast um, but we're going to do Kurt facts now Kurt facts Kurt facts so these are um, Kurt facts from episode 55, which was the last episode of 1992 score. So here we go with the Kurt facts segment. Chuck Knobloch was mentioned as having autograph cards in this set. And my guess is that this was because in 1991, he won the AL Rookie of the Year and also got a World Series ring with the Twins. Because I remember saying, why would they have an autograph uh, card of him? But that's probably the reason. Thanks, Kurt. He was a solid player who was 70th on the all-time stolen base list with 407 and was another player who came down with the yips or the Steve Sachs disease later in his career when he began having trouble throwing to first from his second base position. Um, the rapper was mentioned, the rapper picture. It was mentioned that there's a Cub player on the rapper that was open and I could not find anything concrete on who that player is. Uh, Hal Morris was pulled and it is correct that he played for the Reds world champion team of 1990. He was a rookie that year and batted 340 and his sack fly in game four turned out to be the series winning RBI. He finished his solid career with a 304 lifetime batting average. Next player, Ram, uh, Rafael Ramirez was pulled and it is correct that our Pappy Quinn pronounced his name in a funny way. He would say Rafael Ramirez. <laughs> Because Pappy was almost deaf, he could not hear the name as the announcer spoke it on the TV broadcast, and so he sounded it out the way that way when he read it. I also, this is my opinion, I think he was just goofing off too, because he was a he was a goof off. He was funny man. Uh, the Braves were Pappy's favorite team, so when he, we visited them in Alabama, he was always watching them on TV. I remember Ramirez as an as a slick fielding, weak hitting shortstop. Roberto Alomar was pulled, and he's a Hall of Famer who is considered one of the greatest second basemen of all time. I got to see it up close as he played for, for the Tribe for several seasons, and, and he and Omar Vizquel are probably the greatest double play combo I've ever seen live. At the, at the time, his brother Sandy was also playing for the Tribe. In 2000, he, shortstop Vizquel, and third baseman Travis Fryman all won gold gloves while playing in the same infield for the Tribe. During his career, he won 10 gold gloves, uh, which is probably 
which is most in history by a second baseman. He's in the top 10 of almost every career hitting category for second baseman. Wow. He finished his 17-year career with 300 batting average, had 1,508 runs, which is 69th all-time, 2,724 hits, which is 63rd all-time, 504 doubles, that's 61st all-time, 210 homers, which is uh, or 210 homers, 1,134 RBIs, which is 195th all-time, 4,458 putouts, which is 15th all-time, and 474 stolen bases, which is 44th all-time. Unfortunately, he's also known for some not-so-good things as, as um, when he went was with the Orioles. He was involved in an incident where he ended up spitting in an umpire's face, face which got him suspended and later in life. He was banned from baseball totally while being allowed to remain enshrined in the Hall of Fame because of sexual misconduct in regards to a Blue Jay employee in 2014. Wow, good facts, Kurt. Appreciate you for that. Always good to hear those facts. Um, sometimes good and bad things, but always worth hearing. All right. Um, we use Buzzsprout, and it's amazing. It's really easy to use. You just start with some gear that you already have in a quiet space. Uh, if you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. If you follow the link in our show notes, it lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show. Uh, you'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop in, into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening. Uh, tools to promote your episodes, and much, much more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. The team at Buzzsprout's passionate about helping you succeed. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Try Buzzsprout today. All right, here we are. Open our 1995 Donruss Series 2 Baseball Hobby Pack. Here's the front of it. Um, has some different colors. Looks like um, to my kind of Curtis colorblind eye. Blue, uh, 95 on it, Major League Baseball Cards Hobby Pack, 95 Donruss, 12 cards. It's got some gray and I think that's kind of pinkish red. Go ahead and open that now. Our winner uh, this week is episode 56, Jerry Parrott. I think he's won in the past. So thanks, Jerry, for supporting the episode. And I think you tried to, uh, last time you did this, you tried to send a video. If you could send a video, open your packs, that'd be great. I could add it to our Twitter um, and uh, Facebook accounts. All right, here, here we go. Here's our 1995 Donruss pack, Hobby, uh, Hobby Pack Series 2. We're looking for press-proof parallels. All right, so here's our first card. Man, it's hard to see the name. Hard to see who it is. Um, Russ Davis, it looks like. Man, that's hard to see. It's got, uh, it's in silver at the bottom, the name with Looks like the team that they're on, yes, the Yankees, and then a, in, in silver. And then above the home plate inset picture there, there's some stars, and uh, it has their uh, <clears throat> the position that they play. And then straight above that on the left top left side is Donruss. And no border on these cards. just looks kind of like a photograph. So we have Russ Davis. I'll look on the back, and you can see his name better. Uh, and it's got, looks like it only has one year. Maybe the last two years. Some of them have one year. Some of them have a few years of their uh, stats. Just depends on the player. There's Russ Davis. All right, next card is Rondell White. Huh, 
weird not having no border kind of like today's cards that i don't think many of them on of tops cards have borders today they're kind of like uh photographs next we have carlos polidu or polidu not sure sorry carlos that's wrong next we have joe bover sorry if i said that one wrong too b-o-e-v-e-r i don't want to say beaver but who knows bever maybe next we have Jeff Branson of Cincinnati Red Legs. Lou Frazier. Next, we have, looks like a couple of these cards are kind of stuck together. Sometimes that happens with these because they were made pretty well, but they weren't meant to last in packs that long. Dave Magadan. Next, we have Chuck Finley. Next, it's got three players on it, but it's Jody Reed's card. He's in the middle with, with three other people there, or two other people there, and then his inset picture at the bottom within the uh, little home plate area. Next, we have Butch Henry. I have no press proofs yet. I'd like to get one of those, the parallel. It looks just parallel. I mean, it looks like the other card, but it says press proof on it. Um, Daryl Hamilton. And last but not least, only 12 cards in these packs. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Don't tell me this is true. Russ Davis again. Unbelievable. The first card is Russ Davis. Here's the first card. And then the last card is Russ Davis. Now, come on. What a waste when you bought these cards. You got two of the same card, unless it was one that you really wanted at the time. It would be a little different if it was like in 1989 upper deck, you'd have two Ken Griffey Juniors in the same pack, which I don't know, maybe happened. I doubt it. But Russ Davis in the same pack. That's that is ridiculous. That should never happen. But it is what it is. All right. There's our pack of 1995 Donruss. And I uh, appreciate you watching on the YouTube side. And we're going to finish up the podcast. All right. Thanks for listening. Um, remember, you can contact us in the following ways. Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Or email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. Uh, on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast, and we're always looking to promote veterans' charities. Also, check out our new podcast called CV's 10 to Check Out. Um, thanks to Kurt for researching for the podcast. Always appreciate that, Curtis, and for the in the Kurt Facts segment. This has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Have a good one.